Romans chapter 5. I love the book of Romans. It gives you a lot of insight and a lot of commandments on how we do. In fact, if you look at chapter 4, it talks about Abraham believing God. And God asking, you believe I can make you the seeds of all the sands and the stars? And, and Abraham just said, you know what, God, I just, just believe you. So he was justified by his faith. And in uh, and, and verse number 5, let us stand from reading the Word of God. In verse number 1, Therefore, being fully being justified by faith, we have peace with God. You ought to underline that. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into the, this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you this morning. Lord, we just ask you to open our hearts and our minds. Help us to be what we need to be, Lord, and just give you the glory and honor in all things. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You may be seated. I, I find the greatest need and desire of every individual in this place uh, is peace. We've talked about people having peace in their life, needing peace in their life. There's not a person in this country or this world that doesn't desire peace in their lives. There's not a person in, that would say, I would absolutely desire no peace in my life. I don't want no peace in my heart. I don't want no peace in my home. I don't want no peace in my family. I'd rather have unrest, trouble, depression, discouragement in my heart. I'd rather leave, uh, have the unrest and fighting in my home than to have peace in my life. There's not one of us could say that. There's not one of us that desire not to have the peace of God. Every one of us in here has a desire and a want and a need for peace in our lives this morning. The problem is this morning is we all run to the wrong places looking for peace. We try to fill the hole that is void and, and there's no peace. Uh, they run to the elements of the world. They look at all the different things in the world. Uh, uh, they run for a career trying to fill the void, uh, thinking that it would provide peace. Uh, and then they run to a relationship thinking that that would provide peace. And then if that doesn't solve the problem, they cannot see the to be quiet uh, uh, about the life, then they turn to drugs and they turn to alcohol and substance abuse. Not realizing that when you get high that you've got to come down and that peace and that, uh, that rage that you've got in your life is still there. It does not go away. They keep going back over and over and over again trying to get peace in a place they cannot get peace. Can I say our country's in a mess? We always talk about peace and wanting peace, but the steps that our country has taken today is not going to bring about peace. It's not peace. That, uh, we're not on the pathway to peace this morning. Many people are on the pathway of destruction this morning. The Bible said in verse 1, the need for mankind is peace with God. The problem is mankind is looking for peace of God, not the peace with God. They want God to solve their problems, God to lift their lives, God to change their lives. They're looking for the peace of God. But listen to me, you can't have the peace of God until you make peace with God. 
There's not a person that uh, can hear to say, uh, uh, I want the peace of God until they experience peace with God. If you are lost and never been saved this morning, you're at odds with God. You're in conflict with God, the creator of this universe. Verse 10 says, For if, if we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by death of His Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. Before a man can be saved, before a man can be justified, he is an enemy of God. You say, I'm not at war against God. I'm not at odds with God. You may not be, but God is against you. If you're a sinner and you lost and you're undone, God is at odds with you. He said, well, I don't want to be at odds with God. I don't want to be at war with God. I want to have that peace of God. I always close up every service. Are you at peace with God? Is God at peace with you? That's, that's just not a question I ask because you need to realize there is a difference between the peace of God and being at peace with God. I believe that we can look at this and be find that how we can be have the peace of God in our lives instead of just being having the peace of God in our life. Amen. God is good to us. God has been too good to us. So I, I want you to see some things. I want you to look at some things. Uh, we've heard over and over that God is love. And to think that people think that God is not against them. Uh, uh, God, uh, God is not my enemy. They cannot fathom that God does not love them. He will only love you if, if you're in one place. God will only love you if you're in one place this morning. He loved you at the cross of Calvary. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. If you want God's love, you must go where God shows love. If you're not anchored into the place where God has shown love, then God's love is not in you this morning. God's wrath is on you this morning. The Bible said that he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. There is no peace, saith my Lord, to the wicked. There is no peace outside Jesus Christ this morning. The world's looking for peace in all the wrong places, but the only place you'll ever find peace in your life this morning is in Jesus Christ. The Bible said that prophet uh, uh, Jeremiah's days, that they would look at the people and say, peace, peace, when there was no peace. They would look across at the backsliding people have shaken their fist in the face of God. Living their ungodly lifestyles, they would say, it's okay, it's all's well, there's no hell, God is going to love you right into heaven. They were pronouncing peace when there was no peace. When God has pronounced judgment, we need people to sound out the trumpet today to stand up to this generation that we have in our country today. There is no peace living against and fighting against the Word of God in God's presence. You must have God. You must have Jesus. 
In order for us to have peace, there must be some conflict. There, 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 there's a conflict with God. It started in verse number 12, where for us as we one man sin entered into the world by death by sin, and so death passeth on all men for all that have sinned. The problem started back in the Garden of Eden. Man was raised his rebellious uh, war against God. When Adam and Eve backslid and backed away from the word of God and done what God told them not to do. They took the fruit of the tree and rebelled against God. And from that time until this time right now, there has been a war raged between mankind and God and a holy God. A man has looked for peace, but there haven't been no peace this morning. You can't find peace. So how, how do we find the peace of God? Not just peace, but peace with God. Can I say this? First, it's going to cost you something. There is a cause for peace this morning. To live in peace comes at a high cost. To live in peace is going to cost somebody everything this morning. Freedom is not free. I can't help to think about all the military men and women and from the very beginning of the time that we've had conflict in this country uh, from the Revolution War all the way up to the Afghan War there. And I went back and got to thinking about it and got to looking at it. And I said, man, all the people that sacrificed all, all that gave everything. We just celebrated Memorial Day. All those people that gave everything. There's been over 1.1 million soldiers has given their life for you to have peace. That you can sit in this place right there this morning. It cost them everything for you to have your peace this morning. 1.1 million soldiers died, giving it all, sacrificing it all, that you can do what you do today. Amen? And I honor them. I have great, great honor for them. Throughout history, men and women have been fighting for the freedom of this country. And I, I thank God there was some that stood up and says, I will give my all, my all. In wars and civil wars and all these words, they said, I will give my all. You realize the only thing that's keeping peace in your life and your family right now? It, I remember back when Japan attacked Pearl Harbor. And, and they don't teach us in school anymore, history anymore, but... It, it, it was this close from Je the Jap Japanese attacking the west shore of the United States. This close. They were right there at it. The only reason why they didn't, because the generals, the Japanese generals told them, says, you don't want to do that because behind every corn stalk in there is going to be somebody standing there with a gun. There's going to be more than you shoot at. The only reason why you got peace in your life, in your home right now, is because the crooks know that, hey, you're armed, you come into my house, you're going to get shot. If they take all your guns away, the hooligans ain't going to let their guns go. They're going to come in your house. The only way you got peace right now is because they know you've got a gun and you will shoot. Amen.
That's the only way you're going to have peace in life. Peace comes with conflict. There's always going to be conflict in order for you to have peace in your life and peace in your family. You've got to protect your family some way to keep the peace. They know if they come to my house, they're going to get a welcome. And I'm sure if they come to your house, they're going to get a welcome. They might not like what they get, but they're going to get what they deserve. You don't need to come to my house unless I invite you. That's the only reason we have. They know that we are armed. The police are armed. The only reason they have, you can have peace because they know that. But if they take the guns, and I know they're trying to take the guns, then there won't be no more peace. It said, verse 9, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. The cost of peace of God cost the same thing that it did cost this country. Somebody had to shed the blood. Somebody had to die. Somebody had to die. Somebody had to take their life's blood and give it all that we might enjoy peace. You say, here was that. All those died in the wars could not save mankind. All those that died, their blood could not save mankind, could not redeem mankind. But God looked for a solution. He found the solution in His Son. He's died one time and shed His blood in order for mankind to have peace with God. Something that He died and it was His Son. He shed His blood on the cross of Calvary. Blood was shed not for just then, for past, present, and future. He didn't have to send an army of angels. He didn't have to send an angelic choir when he got ready to fix the problem. One sacrifice that was enough. He said, I am he that portals of God and has come down from the, to be the Lamb of God and he shed perfect blood on the cross that one man's sacrifice is enough to pay the price this morning. Good news. It's paid in full. The song says when justice calls for the payment of my sins among no man be found as worthy. But there was one man found worthy to pay the justification for our sins. There's one man's worthy that says, I can shed my blood and it will cover all, not just the sins for you and I, but the entire world. He says, that's the way you can have peace is if I shed my blood. It's it going to cost you something for peace today. We know we're living in a crazy world. If you don't know, you haven't been watching TV. You ain't been to see it. You know what month it is. You're going to see some weird stuff on TV. If you want peace in your family, then it's going to cost you something this morning. You're going to have to pay a price to receive the peace. There's a condition for peace too. Do you realize, do you realize the victor or the conqueror, he sets the conditions of peace. It's not the loser that sets the conditions. Those that have been conquered and rebellious does not come to the table and says, I, I will do this, I will do that, but I ain't going to do that. They don't come with a bunch of demands. 
No, you come to the table and you surrender all. You give all. Because they're setting the conditions for your, stand, for your uh, surrender. I, I remember when Carthy was uh, on the ship in Japan is getting ready to have the, sign the treaty there. And McCarthy was there and the Japanese general came up to him. And when he got up to him, he still had his saber by the side. And he stuck his hand out to shake MacArthur's hand. MacArthur's hand looked at him like that. And looked at him at the side and says, I cannot shake your hand while you still have a sword by your side. So that Japanese general turned to think and hand that sword to one of MacArthur's aides. And then when he did, MacArthur stuck out his hand and shaked him. You can't come to the table demanding things when you've been conquered and, and said, this is what I'll do, well, this is what I won't do. That's the same thing we do when we come to God. We come to God and say, God, uh, I know I'm a wretched sinner. I'm lost and undone. I've got nothing in my life. Left, but I'll come to the table, and this is what I'll do, and this is what I won't do. But if you do this, I'll do that. We do that with God. We're making demands on God to change us, to give us that peace that we're looking for, but we ain't surrendering all. You gotta surrender all. Amen. You gotta surrender everything you got to God to get the peace of God. There, there is a difference having peace with God and the peace of God. I, I desire to have the peace of God in my life. Amen. You say, what's the conditions of peace? You find it in verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Here, here's the condition. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody has to carry you to God. You've got to go through Jesus to get to God. Or there's no peace at all in your life. When God said, I'll make an offer to mankind. Mankind is in rebellion. Mankind said, I, I, I like to get, get to God, but I can't get to Him. God said, all right, here's my middle man. His name is Jesus Christ, my only son. He's going to reach out and he's going to grab the hand of God and he's going to reach out and grab the hand of mankind and he's going to bring them together and he's going to walk with them together. Now there's something that we have that connects us to God. We have a high priest. That's the condition. We have an advocate, the Father. Jesus Christ, the righteous. I'm telling you, if you want peace, you have to grab a hold of God's conditions. It must be by what God says. We cannot come to the table and make demands. This is what I will do. This is what I will not do. You cannot do it. God says, this is my condition for peace. If you want God's peace, you have to accept his conditions. Amen. Can I say it ain't by good works? It ain't by being baptized. And it's not by church membership. God's condition is you come to His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, through Him only, and trust what He did at the cross of Calvary. That was enough for you and I. That's the only way you're going to get to heaven, is trusting in Him. You trust in that 
and that alone this morning. It's the condition of peace that God has set. You don't come to the altar bargaining with God. You'll say me, I'll do this. If you do this, I'll do you don't do that with God. You don't make deals with God. We come to God admitting that we are sinners, lost and undone, on our way to hell, helpless, hopeless. We fall on Him totally unconditional. Trusting in Him, we come to God and say, I need you. But we're still holding to something. We stick our hand out, shaking out, but we still got something back here that we will not let go. God says it must be a total surrender, unconditionally, everything. Give me your life, give me your heart, give me everything, and you'll have peace. I wonder, do you have peace with God this morning? Are you one with God this morning? There's a conclusion of peace in verse number two. By whom, Jesus, also we have access by faith into the grace wherein we are stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. I'm no longer at war with God. I'm no longer at odds with God. I've been accepted in the beloved. That's a great feeling. No longer at war with God. What a great feeling that is. Verse 10, for if we were enemies, we were reconciled. That is two parties that are at war, at odds with each other, and then they have come together, reconciled to God by death of his son. Much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. I'm no longer at war. I'm no longer on the outside looking in. I'm on inside. I have access to amazing grace. I have access to the throne of God. Not because of what I've done and how good I am no matter what. I trusted in Jesus Christ and the work at cross of Calvary. That's the only way you're going to have peace in your life. And I, I know we have turmoil. I know we have valleys i know we have mountains i know we have all these things like but you know you can still have peace in the midst of a storm knowing that god is right beside you i'd rather have the peace with god in my life than all the money that's in this world the peace of god in my life and being having a peace of god that means everything now i can receive god now i live in peace in verse 3, and not only so, but we can glory in tribulation. How in the world can you glory in tribulation? How in the world can you say this, this is coming to my life? I, I, I've gone through this trial. I'm going through this trial and this trial. How in the world can I glory in that? Why? Because I have the peace of God. It's because when I came to Him as a sinner... And came to him. Now I have peace with God. Some are running around looking for peace in their lives, and there's no peace to be found. And there's no peace to be found in life until you come to Christ this morning. It's the only place where God gives peace, and that's at the cross of Calvary. 
soldiers, not wars, over and over, looking for peace. Some of you are running around still fighting against God, trying to find the peace of God, but you're eating the husk of the world, dried up dead spiritually, but at the cross, the war was won. The fight is over. You don't have to keep looking. You don't have to keep searching. You don't have to keep going from here to there. You don't have to run to these people, that people. You don't have to try to take that or do that. The fight is over. The battle has been won. All you have to do is come to Jesus Christ and ask Him, I need the peace of God in my life. And I don't know about you, but I desire the peace of God in my life. I want the peace of God in my life. I, I, I know I'm peace with God. I want it. But I, I, at peace with God. And that means everything to have the peace with God this morning. I don't know about you, but I desire to have peace of God. The only way you're going to have peace is going to cost you something. The only way that you're going to have peace there's conditions that have been set by God that you'd receive the peace of God. And there is a conclusion that you must surrender yourself to Him wholly, unconditionally. Surrender all yourself to Him and all the things that you have. See, we try to hold on to the world and try to serve God. We want to serve God and, and, and uh, boy, I'm telling you, I'm about ready to step off into tonight's message. It, it, we, we, we want the things of God and we want the things of the world together. We try to bring them two things together. God said it doesn't work that way. It, it doesn't work you trying to bring the world and live in the world and serve the world and serve God. God says the only way you're going to ever have peace is you must accept Jesus Christ and what He's done at the cross of Calvary. I don't know about you, but I want the peace with God. I want to be at peace with God this morning. Amen. Amen. I told you I was going to be quick this morning. Let us.